It's 1029 The Hog. Borna, Mitch, and Mandy excited to welcome our uh, good buddy uh, from Pop Evil, front man Lee Kakati, joining us here today. Lee, how are you, man? It's great to hear your voice, buddy. Real good, man. It's great to hear your guys' voice. I feel like I'm finally doing normal things. I love it. Yeah. Um, you know, we were just talking off the air. I saw you do the acoustic thing, the, uh, the Pop Evil Campfire songs on my old station, Razor's uh, Facebook page last week. I was in the house watching that live, and I thought, man. Let's talk to him. I'm going to reach out, see if he wants to come on, do a hit here on the show. I'm glad. I'm glad you did, man. You know, I always want to talk to you for sure. Well, uh, before we get into like the you know the music and stuff, Lee, we ha- we're asking everybody this uh, these questions here today um, that kind of taken over this show. So, I'll, Mandy, you go first with question number one. Sure. All right. So I don't know if you're aware, but Guy Fieri is going to take on Bill Murray in a nacho making competition. And uh, we have been asking everybody, what do you think you could make to beat Guy? Well, Guy's a friend of mine, and I I remember the last time I was with him was in San Diego, and no one rages like Guy. So just when I thought I could outdo him, he would always outdo me. So I I feel like whatever he does is going to be at another level. So uh, Mm -hmm. I I definitely can't wait to see how that ends up. What's up? Just go Murray, man. What's uh, at your house, Lee? I mean, you're, you're shacked up quarantine. What's your go-to? What's a good What's a good dish you can pull out to impress somebody? Man, when you know, when we can have people over, you'll be impressed with me, man. This this it was funny when quarantine started. Well, first we were finishing the record in L.A. and they shut it down, so I immediately tried to get back to the Midwest because my family and friends are all here. So I went. I was going to be quarantined. I want to spend it with them, and I remember sitting with some family, and we're like, "Look, here's the deal. Uh, I'm sick of being unhealthy. I'm going to go straight vegetarian. Let's go." And we've been. I, I just never not eaten chicken or steak my whole life i was like can i even do this and i've been going strong man vegetarian now for about almost two months so uh wow. again boring food choices i just try to opt for the salad and or if i feel like cheating i'll just eat some pasta man i'm just keeping it trying to just stay healthy because it's so easy when you're quarantined to just eat ice cream and yeah. eat chips and wow. all that stuff so i don't i haven't been trying to and of course if i started thinking about crazy meals and cooking big things and i want to get a pork roast and i want to get steak out you know what i mean especially with summertime grilling i get a little worried but you know it's been good man i have the campfires already going just grilling the veggies man just trying to be healthier is it hard to switch and be all veggie all vegan or or do you have to cheat a little bit with some maybe some what would be broths and some you know chicken base this or something or else yeah, I mean, well, see, that's my cheat, the fish. I'll do the fish because, again, the heart problems in my family, you know, so I was like, look, I'll just eat the fish, stick to the salmon, but you can't find it anywhere. So, I mean, it's been – I mean, I can get tuna fish every now and then, but if I was cheating, I'd probably go the fish route. I'm just going to see if I can just do it and just see if I'm healthier by the end of the year. Go you, to the doctor, you will be. Finally yeah. go to the doctor and just see see if it makes a difference. I mean, uh, Haley, our drummer, she's vegan, and she's just – She's she's uh, preached to us numerous times on the tour bus and the touring experience about how much better she feels and yeah. how she's just hitting. I the believe harder. And and of course we always tease her. We're like, whatever, dude, give me a steak. And then I'm like, you know, man, she knows what she ladies know what you're talking about, man. Especially when the vegetarians I know and the vegans I know that they ain't playing games. So I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to just embrace it and just 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 own it and just try to be healthy. But if I was going to cheat, I'd probably just do a dessert. I'm going to have to eat some ice cream. I don't even care about it. I'm good. If I got to have that, then I got to do it. Can you can you name Hey Lee? How about this one? Yeah, yep. the only overweight vegetarian in the history of mankind. Can you name him? It's a man. Is there one? Yes. There's only one that I've ever, out of all the years on this planet. And I'm older than all you guys. Oh no! Do you know who it is? 
Bornican. No, I'm like newly uh, vegetarian. I don't even know. Man, I'm going to know. I, th- I think I'm going to go I agree with or say yes. I've heard that once you say it. I can't, okay, I can't say it, it, though. Mandy and Mr. D for sure will know this. Prince Fielder, ex-baseball oh. player. Oh, Prince Fielder was a veg- oh, for the, vegetarian. For the Tigers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the Brewers, his dad, Cecil Fielder, was a Tiger. Prince was a Brewer. Then went to the oh, Rangers, then hurt his neck. Well, I went to the Tigers first for a couple of years, and then went to oh, okay. yep. Rangers. Yeah. Bra- Brewers, Tigers, Rangers, hurt his neck, yeah. and uh, in some kind of accident, never played again, cut his career short. But he was a vegetarian, and his his downfall was all the fructose and all the fruit. Not so much vegetables as much as fruit. Oh, so wow. the sugars, the sugar held, his body held on to the sugar more than anyone. But the normal. He, from time to time, that would come up in a con- in a convert uh, conversation or whatever, and he'd go, I-, "I can't believe I'm this big and I'm a damn vegetarian." And but, <laughs> that's crazy because that's normally not the case. Normally, vegans and vegetarians and people that watch the the red meat intake aren't heavy. It's crazy, man. I lost not like I'm already skinny, but I lost 12 pounds, man, in the first the first week. So I mean, it's just great. I'll take it. Yeah, call, call Fielder and ask so, him what uh, what you want to yeah, do to beef hey, back stay up. Stay away from the fruit, man. Stay away from the fruit, right? There you go. All right, Mitch, what was the question of the two that's dominated the program here today? And we, I don't know how this got somehow got spun out of control. Do you remember <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you remember the tap-out T-shirt, the tap-out apparel line? Yeah, of course, of course. And be honest with us. We, we run on honesty on this program, Lee. For sure. Did okay. you have a tap-out T-shirt ever yeah, in, in your life? I had a lot of other crazier T-shirts, but I wasn't. I wasn't as more like WWF back. I, I, was it WWF or WWE? I can't remember. Well, both, either yeah. one, either one. They but were both. I probably. I don't even think I had any of those shirts to be honest. I was more, but I, I watched more of the WWE WWF when that first started. Tap out. I wasn't. I'm more into UFC now, but I. I just. I. I, I was like. Tupac and Biggie. I chose a side back in those days, and I chose you know yeah. WWE. Yeah, I understand. But, we're we're just. Women that see want, a dude you want the in a, honesty, right? You want the honesty. Yes, and I women that see a fella nowadays. Now that tap out is kind of fizzled out. If you wear a tap out t shirt, gals will not talk to you. They won't trust you. They <laughs> no, really? Yes, yes. We we, we confirmed. Look. We confirmed it on a program. It's a bad look, and it's something that women call fine douchey. That's that's the term they're using. Wow. I think a lot of guys. Not you, Lee, but a lot of guys on this show that have called the show have lied about not owning a tap-out mm-hmm. shirt. Yeah, because they're afraid. Nobody has admitted to yeah, it. Yeah, they're afraid wow. to admit it because d- douchey back. But it's okay. Uh, Lee from Pop Evil. Uh, can you stick around with, more with Lee? We'll talk new music and play, play some new m- music coming up. Can we play one now? Uh, we'll play one in a second here. Okay. Okay? It's 102.9 The Hog. The Hog. And we're joined by Lee from Pop Evil. A couple of new songs out. We'll get into talking about that. Uh, album uh, coming out uh, down the line here, but... Mandy, why don't you do your thing first? Uh, well, Lee, we like to play a game called 60 Seconds with everybody that comes by where I just ask you as many questions as possible in 60 seconds. How does that it. sound? I love All right. It. Yeah. Um, I will let you know that we had Lou Brutus on a couple of weeks ago. You know the guy, right? Love Lou. Love Lou. Yes, <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, he only got through four questions in the 60 seconds what? because he had to think about everyone and then provide an explanation for it, which is not oh, how you no. play the game. You know how it is. Uh, you, you know he is. Do you fellas want to do a quick answer? Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. He, didn't, he didn't grasp that contest, that concept. So he would go, you know, man would go, board games or puzzles. And you go, 
Oh, gee whiz, I love board games. I'll play a good game of Monopoly. But has anyone really finished Monopoly? But puzzles are coming back in quarantine. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure. A pass. Like, Lou, there's no passing yeah. in this game, Lou. You just say what, what, which one you like. So. Yep. So he's the best, anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah, um, all right, so all you need to do is beat four, and you'll beat Lou Bruda. So yeah, good. Uh, okay, I believe okay, in I you. Tough, tough, tough task to beat four. Let's see if I got it. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Here we go. How many pairs of shoes do you own? 3,000. No. Okay, uh, your favorite subject in school? Jim. Uh, favorite season of the year? Summer. If you had to eat one breakfast forever, what would it be? Ooh, honeycombs. Fruity pebbles, sorry. Fruity pebbles. Comedy or drama? Comedy. Cash or credit? Cash. What was your favorite childhood cartoon? Tom and Jerry. Voltron. The last book <laughs> The last book that you read? War and Peace. What are you currently binge watching? Uh, last Dance. Michael Jordan. The last the last thing you bought online? Uh Clark Swipes. Your guilty pleasure song. Oh man, anything from Chicago. The best band you've seen live. Oh, oh man, uh, Rage Against the Machine. You Favorite pizza topping. What was that last one? Sorry. Favorite pizza topping. That that was it. You you crushed it, by the way. Oh, but great, favorite pizza great, great topping. Pepperoni. I love it. Um, and then one question that I has to ask everybody is, uh, what's one fun fact about yourself that is not? widely known people can't google it and find it out about you oh shoot man on the spot i don't know yeah uh, I, I, I i can do this awesome uh, train uh train sound with my with my hand that my dad used to do when your kids was, would go like this and go <laughs> that's not bad <laughs> you can't google that right. so it's good right. i love it i love it that's not bad the kids they eat it up man do the train you want to hear the train and yes. the, like if the kids are crying the, any age under 10 if they're crying if they're if they're restless you give them the choo-choo train and they're just all good to go man it's just it's it's uh it's it's, it's good as it's good as new man for boy sure. I, I know a couple of gals you pull that train out buddy and i think you could please <laughs> some of the gals that i know well, it doesn't. Uh, I better not say that. We are on. We are live. But uh, yes, okay. I'll just admit. Yep, I got a couple of girls I know too that probably would like it. Right. Sure. All right. Let's relax. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying the sound. Oh boy, Lee's my kind of guy. Yeah, I know he is. Yeah. 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 Try to keep it clean. Try just, to keep it clean. Just see if. All right. I... So real quick, three thousand pairs of shoes. Yeah, man. I've been collecting shoes. I got a. Born, I'll tell you, I got a pretty crazy collection. Yeah. We talked yeah, about he that. He said before. that, but he didn't say thousands of pairs. I thought I was I was expecting like three hundred. No, no, no. I got I got lots. I've been collecting since I was uh, a young one. I mean, I was all about. I never wanted to be a rock star. I just wanted to play for the Lakers, you know. And then I was all about Michael Jordan and all about like basketball. And I realized I wasn't getting that growth spurt, so I needed a backup plan, and music was it. So then there it was. But in the meantime, I just go to Foot Locker religiously. With Mom, Dad, we just wait in line, you know, like like most like most kids in the 90s would do. And then, uh, you know, and it progressed. Of course, now being in the band, I'm all Adidas and so many shoes that are given and then I've, I've purchased too. It's just it's just crazy. Where I, mean, I think are... that'd probably be my, that would be my other gig if I wasn't doing music. I'd probably be in the streetwear shoes game for sure. Where do you keep all those 3,000 shoes? Storage units, man. Yeah. There's all in there. Around the, I mean... around the country, actually. Yeah. Huh. You know, all you, in one place, yeah. If you, you really, you need a pair, man. What size are you? What size are the guys over there? You guys like size 10, 10 to eleven? 
I'm a 12. Yeah, See, exactly. Right, right, in 12, in yeah. right in the wheelhouse. Yeah, right there. We need shoes, man. I, gotta, <laughs> I know what to bring you all for Christmas. I, I wonder, it, I I it, wonder why. Now, Lee, because you do travel, not now, but, you know, normal times, you're traveling. Why wouldn't you have, in a few cities, have go-to people where you can keep four or five pairs of shoes, and then you just have an agreement? Like, if it's Borna, you would go, you would say, hey, Born, I... I trust that you won't wear these, and I, I like to wear them on stage. I might wear one out out the next night. Maybe I'll come back from Chicago, but you're the guy. I, I trust you. And okay, Bourne is another guy. Then, totally, then you totally got Jimmy. Well, then you got Jimmy in Philadelphia, and then you got someone else near Nashville. Then you got someone. How could you not have that network set up, Lee? That's insane. I, I probably could. I, I thought you were going to say, you know, Jimmy in Philly and. But that had shoes for me when I needed them, and I was like, "Yeah, kind of." But you're talking about actually having storage at these people's houses. Well, you—that's you, that. actually smarter. Yeah, you trust I have, you I, tr- I, trust Borna with a few pair, trust Jimmy oh, with a few yeah. pair, trust whoever else. Some you could do that easily. Easily save on the storage easily. lockers, you storage could, areas. I mean, I, you're not gonna you're not gonna spread three thousand pair around. But if it's you funny. did, but if you did do it, Lee, I bet you you could easily find a trustworthy person in nearly every city that you frequent. It's funny though you say because I've got so many. Part of the quarantine, you know, even even a couple of my family members were like, "You should take this quarantine and like document all your shoes." And I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I should do that." And I never do. So I would probably just keep stuff at Jimmy's and Borna's, and I would just never go back for them. Right, well, they'd be, you know, they'd be there for you anytime. <laughs> yeah, even if you forget about it for like, three years, you I call would me just up. Forget about it, man. Like even to this day, I'm like, oh man, I don't. Unless it's like I have a rotation, I have a rotating like shoe area. So it's like this tour, I'll, I'll rotate with these. And a lot of times I'll go through the like main storage. I'm like, I forgot I had this pair. I gotta, oh my gosh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, but then you when know, you I don't, I don't wear, I don't wear the Nikes though. I don't wear them. I don't wear the Jordans a lot. I just kind of save those, you know. So I just and they're not, they're not the most comfortable. I mean, if you're a sneaker guy and you've worn the Jordans, I mean, ugh, they're not, they're not the most comfortable, you know. Especially when you're jumping around on stage. You know, I like the Ultra Boost, Adidas style. Those really help make me feel like I'm floating a bit. So yeah, there's so many pairs I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even know. All right, I got to I, I got to start selling some probably make some money, right? Now especially you could, you could, you, you could, could or you, you could just save them for another 15 years and when you're a real there old guy then then they would yeah. really What's your what's your most either most valuable shoe or your favorite shoe from when you were a teenager oh, God, till I now? I got a lot. I got a lot, but one I got is uh that I that I really love is it's it's, a, it's an ultra boost exclusive only given to people that medaled, Adidas uh, athletes that medaled. And um, my boys at Adidas helped me get one. So they're like black, all black Ultra Boost 4D, and they were only given to the uh, Olympic athletes. So they're they're definitely pricey. Man. They're, That's they're, cool. They're sweet though. I don't want to wear them so bad, but I, of course, whenever they're worth anything, I'm like, I can't wear it. You know, I got, I got, I got to hang on to it. And it's it would look so dope. On so you don't even wear around the house in in your carpeted bedroom. You wouldn't even wear them around the house? Nope. Just, I think I tried it on like when I first got it, and that was it. It just goes in storage. Just, just think of this. Think, think of this. You just get out of the shower. You dry off. You put on your favorite pair of sweats. <laughs> you reach for those black, what are they called? Ultra Boost. What? Ultra Boost. Ultra Boost. Ultra yeah, Boost. Yeah. You yeah. put those suckers on. All of a sudden, you open up the turntable. You are my love and my life. You are my inspiration. Dude, Just you and Chicago. me. What if, what if you put Chicago on that, with those shoes? Song? Okay, okay, that's what it. No, oh. Like, oh, you're my inspiration, right? With looking yes. at the shoes and a towel, like yeah. they're doing it. Yeah, and, and then, then all of a sudden, next thing you know, your favorite girl comes over, and I, everything is fate. It's lined up. 
<laughs> Think about it, dude. I, I like your ideas, man. This sounds like a this sounds like a reality show to me. It does Lee from Pop Evil? Lee it was uh, the oh. rave show that we saw you back in January. If I remember right, it was the end of your tour. Is that the, that the, the last, last show you guys? The last show we played. The last show you did, man. man. That's, yeah, so that's that crazy. Was, what a night! What a night, man! And that, 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 I, I, I had a moment that night. You know, it was just so. I don't even think it was sold out going in. We were like, okay, this is going to be a good show. We, it was good. It was good pre-sale. Don't get me wrong. But then we show up. I show up late because I think I went to the uh, I went to the game that night. I think I went to the Bucks game. I remember that. that. I remember stadium. that. Yeah. That new sta- yeah, that new stadium is so so nice. So I got to go. I literally showed up for like maybe half of a quarter, and then I bolted to the meet and greet, and then did the show, and it was sold out. Like I, it was so packed in there, and it was so electric. I mean, I couldn't help but get emotional on stage. They sang every single word louder than than the band could play it, and I could sing it. It was just like one of those moments where you're like. Wow, dude, there's just something special in Milwaukee. And obviously, born, you know, I mean, Milwaukee's been a special city for me uh, for a long time. But, you know, I, we grew up playing everywhere around Milwaukee for years, right? It was, it was uh, Green Bay. We were in mm-hmm. we Kenosha. To, uh, we were in uh, Madison. And then uh, Milwaukee would always be the one that was, every time we play, it was like, okay, wow, you know, okay. We'd play the rave whether we were playing the ballroom upstairs or the or the dungeon, I call it, down in the basement, you know, and it's not an easy market to crack, you know. So then finally, of course, over the years, having it grow so well, which kudos to the hog, all the hard work you guys have been doing for so long. I mean, it's such a huge, you have some of the best listeners on the planet. To see that crowd, that moment here this, this year was just, uh, it was an emotional moment, man. Like, uh, it was just incredible. It's just easily one of our favorite cities to play on the planet and nice. of course with that beautiful backdrop during Summerfest, and we had that cancellation last year too so we we owe milwaukee some love man we yeah. owe some big shows to come back and play so i can't wait can't wait and that was a great night i remember sitting there mandy was back they were all hanging out backstage at the rave you were playing yeah. some of the new stuff for us off your phone yeah. that was still very kind of demoed and raw which is very cool to hear some of the new stuff you're working on that night well you know i got to give you a taste of the, yeah. uh, the the new stuff before anyone else and Obviously, getting to see you and, and, and the Hog Fam and, and, and all the Wisconsin family there, it was uh, it's a special place. I mean, you guys have been around for us since the beginning, and it's like playing for family, man. Even the fans, like you know, you look out in the crowd, you're pointing at people, you're like, "Wait, I remember you! Oh my gosh, I know you! I know you!" It, it's just so much fun, man. And, and it truly is different than just playing anywhere else in the country. I mean, yes, we have a lot of great cities that that a lot of pop people love, but Wisconsin is just so special. It's just different. And the only way I can describe it to people that don't understand or that have never been to Wisconsin is like, have you ever watched a Packer game? And are you a fan of any other team but the Packers? They're like, yeah, we hate the Packers. I'm like, that is what you should know about Wisconsin. The love they have for their football team is the love they have for their music. It's just people are so intense and they're so grateful that, you know, if you're not if you're if you're outside looking in, or if you, if you if you don't understand the passion you have for even your own sports team, it's just there's a reason why uh, Wisconsin is loved and hated, you know, because you guys just get it differently. Yeah, I mean, Cheeseheads, Laverne and Shirley, Happy yeah. Days, The Fonz. But All I my took favorite shows growing up, no doubt about it. And Lee, I took either, I got a, I got a quick one about uh, Lambeau Field. Took a buddy yeah. of mine who was a Vikings fan. He lived on the border near La Crosse up north. And I took him for the first time to a Packer game at Lambeau uh, 15, 20 years ago. And he's a football fan. He's a he's sure. a big, big football fan. He walked up. It was a day game. It was I can't remember who it was against. Damn it. I wish I could. And he walked up through the tunnel. And as soon as he got to the field, his eyes started to water. And I go, because I said, the hallowed grounds of Lambeau Field, Town. Yeah. 
and he walked up and he felt it. And I looked at him and he was blinking it off and he wiped his eyes and I said, what are you, you're getting emotional because you, this is the first time you laid and he wouldn't admit it, but I saw it. I saw his face and I'm telling you, that's the truth. It's, it's, it's real, you know, and even for me, before the band uh, ever was started, I, I grew up in diehard Detroit, Michigan, everything, you know, of course the Lions, the rivalry over the years, obviously we don't really win those rivalries very often, but still. Um, we grew up with such a, I wouldn't say a hatred, but there's certainly a dislike with Green Bay. Certainly. certainly they're in the fear in the conference. But now having played and toured and seeing, I remember I went to my first game not too long ago when actually, I mean, I've been to Lambeau many a times, but actually went to a game, you know, Festival Foods had me out. We did a Monday night game. And obviously, if you've never been, the backdrop, just, just the houses around it, right? It yeah. almost feels like a high school game. Everything that's good about high school football, you get. And college football, you get it's like it's there's a city, there's this town around the stadium. Obviously, the 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 the, the city owns the team. You know, well, just like parking so, on someone's front lawn that lives a block away. Exactly right. You know, exactly right. And you see this amazing stadium, and and again, it was Monday night. And then we did roll out the barrel. I mean, here we are singing. Here I am, a Lions fan, and 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 the Lions do. I mean, they do a lot for me, but not like Green Bay. Here I am. The <laughs> Green Bay rolls out the red carpet for me and Bob Evil. They want us to roll out the barrel. I'm like, how can you hate this team at all? These guys, these people are amazing. And even, of course, now I've been so many times and seen the backdrop, even the, even in spring, you know, when all the kids get to ride the bikes with all the players. Yep. I don't know. They still do that. I think yeah. they do. Yeah, oh, yeah they do that in training no, camp, yeah. It's, it's, tradition, it's, baby. It's tradition. It's just so special. I mean, you go to Dang Festival Foods, and I always was given, I would give my, uh, I would give my Michigan family uh, some. Uh, I'd give them some uh, smack because I'd be like, "Guys, we go there and there's Green Bay Packers cupcakes ready to go. They got the cupcakes ready to go." Yeah, I'm yeah. like, "We, we, where's the Lions? Anything? What's going on here?" You know, so we'd be joking with each other. But uh, you guys do it right. Such amazing people and such a great team and whatnot. I mean, I'm curious to see what you guys think about the Rodgers. I mean, you think that's anything, or is it just people trying to look for something? Uh, I would I would have liked to have seen them get some help in the uh, wide yeah, receiver department, but yeah, we'll it's, see. Yeah. It's inter- it's going to be interesting when they all reconvene, whatever that is, whatever that looks like, what he and right. what he says publicly and, and, and whatnot. But he'll, yeah. I mean, he'll be, he's obviously the guy this year, probably the guy next year. It's going to be interesting. Well, right now, he's in California bouncing quarters off Danica's hinder. <laughs> Probably. So he's okay right he's, now. He's doing, yeah, he's doing he's fine. Doing all right. Don't ever worry yeah. about him. Uh, Lee, man, we could wrap with the talk with you all day. We do want. We'll, we're going to play some Pop Evil uh, here to close the show out. But tell us real quick, new album uh, coming out. You got the two songs, "Let the Chaos Reign" and "Work." You're hearing on the hog. Just talk about the uh, the new record real quick. Yeah, the uh, well, we're hoping to get the new album out hopefully sooner than later. I mean, we got the, this whole quarantine's kind of slowed it down, but it, it's for the most part done. We just got to do some little fine tuning to it. So um, hopefully that's on the horizon here sooner than later. As things start to reopen and I can be a little more mobile, um, hopefully I'll be able to uh, speed things up a bit. But look, we're grateful we were able to release these two songs. Um, you know, again, Pop Evil is one of those bands that show have that duality. You know, we were able to put songs out from all the way from the left end of the spectrum all the way back to the right. And not many bands can do it the way we do it in that and kind of that context. And you know, obviously we want to give a band with the, our fans a song like Let the Cast Rain, give them stuff that they're used to and familiar with us doing, very metal-infused guitar riff jam. But then at the same time, we'd love to take some experimental tracks and uh, take things we love about other genres and just totally put as much pop evil at it as we can. And, um, you know, that happened in this uh, particular single of ours called Work. So, you know, we're so grateful for your support, and hopefully all the fans can learn all the words to these both these songs and by the time we come back, we're going to make it even extra 
extra um, uh, rowdy when uh, we get on stage and hear everybody singing these songs. And I just want to say, if, if you've never seen Pop Evil live, you can't believe how much fun, how much energy you get from the band. And it's your Summerfest show two years ago was one of my favorite all-time performances. And I'm talking about all-time, like from Frank Zappa days, that I've seen some weird stuff, and through Robin oh, wow. Trower. I'm, I'm just, but that, when you were climbing around and you were going up in the catwalk and the Miller, the Miller, uh, whatever, mm-hmm. when he was climbing, I was shined up. I was a little drunk, so. But I just remember you mixing it up with the people, and it was so much fun. That was a fun show. That was a fun. We were in the Harley stage, right? That that year. Yeah, yeah. yeah Harley stage that year. Where yeah. were you climbing around? How did you get up? You went. Yeah, there's that I, I just, perch I up did, there. Again, man, that's the thing. I'm such a fan at heart. I, I hate being on stage and being a, like I'm better than anyone. I just want to be with. So you're on top of the Harley thing yeah. where that where they have yeah, the just, VIP section. Yeah, the yeah. Crowd, man, and those people were in that upper tier, and they were looked like they were having a little more fun. So I wanted to join them and. Had a couple of drinks. With it was them awesome. Kept the microphone in hand, singing at the same time. So it was. Uh, it was. It was a great show, no doubt about it. All right, Lee, we got to bounce. We're going to yes. close our show yes. with Pop Evil Work. It's out now. New song, new album. Can't wait to see you guys when this is lifted. And uh, let's rage again, buddy. So great talking Likewise. to you. Okay. Thanks for all the support. All right, you guys be safe. Till next time. You got Saturday it. in the park. <laughs> I think it was the Fourth of July. Pop Evil Work. It's one hundred two nine. The Hog. We'll be back Love tomorrow. It.